everybody uh, I apologize I know this is uh, behind schedule this week as far as my podcasts go I'm supposed to be doing them every Monday but it's been a crazy week so um, today uh, I'm gonna review what I've been up to for the last little bit uh, exercise wise um, and Kind of what I've been doing, let's say for for eating habits and general activity, and then and then uh, we'll see how far off off topic I get from there. So this morning I went to uh, I just did a post on Instagram, okay, and that is that's new underscore heart fourteen. Um, and I'm going to review what the data I put up there shows and how it affected what, what I was doing today. Okay. So let's get on it. Um, as you can see here in the, the first picture on the Instagram, that is the actual exercise and that's my my heart rate throughout the exercise so you're going to see that we are uh, eight minutes in before i really get any uh, five minutes in before i really start to get a steady uprise in my heartbeat so i'm on the stairmaster and I averaged between four to five today, so it wasn't it wasn't a great performance by any means. But but I'll, I'll get to that and why that was, and why uh, it was still better than not doing it at all. Now, as you can see here, uh, my number on the stairmaster stayed pretty pretty stayed pretty steady between four and five. You can see a couple dips there where uh, I just completely ran out of juice, and then you can see the very very end. That's my cool down. Uh, I'm kind of surprised at the end there. My heart came down pretty quick. I'm, I'm not sure why it did that because usually it'll stay up for a bit, but today it came down pretty quick, but it did not come up very quick. And here's why. If you go to the next, you'll see that my resting heart rate last night was around, was, well, if I tap on it, it was 93, 93 or 94. If I can get a resting heart rate below that 88 that you'll see on that screen i'll have a lot more energy in the morning and i'll have a better i'll have a better performance i, I don't know why six beats or seven beats per minute makes makes a, a huge difference for for the next day but it, it does my hrv again was really low last night now it was better than the previous night, but it was it was low. And when I'm in the 16, 17 or below, the next day when I when I go to the gym the next day, I'm gonna struggle. There are people that are way higher than that, but again, their heart is regulated by the vagus nerve. Mine is not. So that makes that makes a big difference. Um, so although my heart is resting, because my of course, my heart rate went up, my HRV went, um, 
Well, it went up a little bit. So the higher the HRV, the better. Uh, it's your heart rate variable. So it's how much your heart is resting. Um, but it also indicates that your body is in recovery. And yesterday I, I worked hard. I did treadmill, or I didn't do treadmill. I did rowing machine and I did um, uh, arms. And, and I actually got a strain level on the arms. So I, I did more uh, reps, not a lot of weight, but more reps. And you can see by looking at me, I, I don't have big arms, so I'm not in there pounding out, you know, 400 pound dumbbells to try and get, that's that's not my, um, I'm just doing, uh, meaning I'm trying to get my body, I want to keep my, my leaner muscle and some of my muscle, but I'm trying to get my body size down. I, anyway, I'm not doing very good at it, but it's my fault, somebody else's. But you can see on the last screen, I think it's the last screen, no, you can see on the screen where it says 58%, and you can see where I got that almost five hours of sleep. So I did not sleep good last night. And when I woke up this morning, I could feel it. Um, and when I got on that treadmill, I did a video on the treadmill near the end, but for whatever reason, it didn't save. I think I exited out of it too quickly. Um, when, when I was on that treadmill, uh, pretty much from the very first step, it it was difficult the whole way through. So and I think it's a positive thing that as a heart transplant patient, you other heart transplant patients, I mean, I watched some of you, you know, with doing your running or doing your biking and stuff like that. And some days your times are up and some days your times are down. Um, this is one of the reasons why I, I got this boot band. It really gives a true identification of what of what you're doing, what your body's capable of doing, and if you have to press extra. Like I, I'm actually, I'm tired right now. Uh, I need to get some more water in me, but of course, you know, it's almost impossible to get, like to just constantly drink water because then as soon as the prograph kicks in, of course you're, you know, you're peeing every five minutes, right? So it's, but you have to get the water in to keep everything cleaned out so you don't destroy your kidneys with your meds. Um, and you just flushed them out with all that blood, right? So it's, you know, you got to try and get that water in you. Now on the next screen, you can see it didn't really turn out here, but that's 1,441 steps on the, on the Stairmaster there. And that's in 30 minutes, basically. And then I, I take a picture of my watch. I got that off of Jocko. Um, and at first, I'll be honest, at first I thought it was a little silly. Uh, I didn't really... I didn't really pay attention to it. I didn't really uh, get the full meaning of, of maybe why he was doing it. So I started doing it. I've, I try to take a picture of it every morning so I can scroll through and, and see the pictures of my watch. But I'll tell you one thing that I found um, very interesting about it is... I find myself to be, um, shoot, I can't think of the word, uh, re like, res I don't know, responsible, I'm trying to think of the word, uh, but I find myself, if, if I don't get a good shot of that watch in the morning, 
I find myself questioning myself for the rest of the day, like, you know, you should have got up or you should, or why didn't you do this? And if I have a good reason for not doing it, then that's fine. But I, I do accountable. I do hold myself accountable to that time. Now I actually got up at 4.30 and I didn't get downstairs and start getting some fluid in me till 4.52. So it took me a little while to get downstairs and then I forgot to take a picture of my watch and then I picked my watch up and took the picture. Um, but I find it something, you know, it's a good trick. Uh, you know, Jocko hit the, the nail on the head on this one. Like, he, it's, it's a good trick. You're accountable to that time, especially if you're, if you're trying to, say, um, get a, a, a training session in in the morning, a blood flow session in the morning, a recuper or, or a rehab session in the morning, recuperation in the morning, whatever it is you're trying to do. You could be, you know, you could be tired. You could be anything else. But if you get up and you take that picture, I find that's that's your first duty almost, you know. So you get that picture taken and now you're, okay, yeah, I'm up. You know, I, I made my first goal of the day. I just find it gives me a little bit of a, an uptick because I had several feelings of going back to bed this morning. I was tired. Like I said, I was very lethargic. And when I got on that, uh, when I got on that um, stairmaster this morning, uh, I don't want to say I, I suffered through it, but I struggled to get through the workout today. And, but uh, for me, that works out good. I, I like to be accountable to that. Um, I like to hold myself accountable for what I'm accomplishing and what I'm not accomplishing. For instance, I'm not accomplishing the weight loss that I want to accomplish. Accountability-wise speaking, I know why, because I'm not eating properly. Uh, I have lots of activity and, you know, I'm, I'm very active. I go all day and that, but I'm not eating properly. So until I you know, for, for lack of a better terms and, and still I, until I pull my head out of mine, you know what, that's not going to change. And, and after a morning, like this morning of going in and, and struggling through a workout like that, I, I would hope that I'll hold myself accountable for what I'm eating today. Um, and I, I mean, you know, uh, it's hard, right? Because you're, you know, you're, living in the fast lane or, or whatever it is you want to call it, you're busy. You know, I've got, I've got two days worth of work to get done today. And, uh, I have to realize the fact that, you know what, uh, this is why I'm doing the podcast right now. I have to realize the fact that first off, I'm, I'm not going to get all the work done. I'm going to try, but it's, it's irresponsible to think I'll get all that work done. And I don't need to get it all done. There's, there might be tomorrow, and I mean, if I don't make it till tomorrow, well, you know, somebody else will do the work. It's not going to affect anybody's life that much, you know. Um, so that's why I like that, taking that picture of, of my watch. I mean, you don't even need to share it. I share it because uh, it's kind of a, a respecting towards uh, Jock. I mean, obviously, he doesn't know me. He'll never know me. Um, you know, he'll, I'm just a blip, not even a blip on the radar type of thing, but 
um, if if he has an idea, he's a pretty motivational guy. Um, and if he has a really good idea and, and you can share that idea off to somebody else and somebody else can use that idea to help them, say, get up in the morning and, and do their training, their rehabilitation, or, you know, get up in the morning a little earlier to say, you know, take their dog for a walk or whatever, then I think that that's something that, that we can all uh, benefit from. So that's, that's why I'm doing that. Um, again, any of this stuff that I'm doing, I have no, this is not bragging or this is not um, um, me, you know, trying to, to be, you know, conceited or anything about anything. Um, I'm I'm not in very good shape, and 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 that's I'm okay with that. I mean I, I struggle to do the workouts that I do. Uh, I really enjoy it, and I get a, a large sense of accomplishment out of it. I find it discouraging. Uh, when I was in, so I went to my first jujitsu class yesterday. I kind of just sat it out just to get a a feel for what was going on. We we have uh, we have zero cases in Grand Prairie. So, of the COVID, um, you know, people are still worried about that. I, I, I don't know what the mainstream thing on that is now, but, um, you know, I just wanted to get a feel for it. And, and you know, everybody's been out of jiu-jitsu for three months. I went in there and I thought it'd be a little tamer, but they all look like a bunch of hungry sharks, to be quite honest. And somebody just dropped a, you know, a, a cow in the water or whatever, and, and, and it was feeding time, but. I'm, I'm going tomorrow at noon. Uh, there's a lunchtime one tomorrow. I'm going to go do that, and then I'll be off. Um, I'll do that, and then I'll finish off my work day and then, and then be off for camping for the weekend. Um, so what I'm, what I'm trying to do now is I'm going to completely readjust my training now. So I'm going to do, because archery is coming up, so I will practice my bow Monday, Wednesday, Friday morning. My cardio will be jiu-jitsu those nights. Tuesday and Thursday, I will do probably like rowing and step at the gym because the rowing's really good for the archery and it's really helping my back. Um, it really, I mean, it really loosens up my back. Like I get off that rowing machine and now I, I have it at 10, but I'm a pretty heavy guy, so it's not hard for me to pull that pull that back. I mean, if you were a lightweight, uh, I think it might be a little different. So I really, really find that that really helps straighten my spine out. Um, it gets a lot of blood flow in my back, and and it feels really good. Like when I get off the, um, the run machine, it feels really good. I'm really tired when I get off, but that's okay. That's why I'm going on and I want to be tired when I come off. I don't want to just, you know, do a warm up. Like today I skipped my weights and I went to my trailer instead. I had to grab a couple of things from my trailer and get a couple of things sorted out at my trailer, but I was really tired. So I thought, you know what, if I have more energy this afternoon, I will go this afternoon, but I'm not going to do a workout right now because I was, I was exhausted when I, I did a good stretch uh, to try and get ready for tomorrow. So I don't end up snapping a leg or something, but um, we have a great, we have a great team and a great academy. So it's, you know, when I say, uh, snapping my leg, I, it's, I'm just kidding. It's chances that happen are slim to nil. It, 
it might happen, but it wouldn't be on purpose. They're not, they aren't uh, as, as, uh, as hard as, as probably what they are. Maybe um, some of the higher, well, they're, they're nice to me. You know what I mean? Anyway, um, so I attract this, you know, I get up in the morning, I kind of look forward to seeing compared to how I feel, what the band is saying how I should feel. And, and and sometimes once I get going in the morning, I find that everything kind of comes back to life again. But it's it's that initial step in the morning. It's that initial try to get up and get going and get some blood flowing, um, which is weird because of, of such a high heart rate at night. I would have thought that getting that blood flow through the system wouldn't be such a, wouldn't be such a big deal. I checked my blood pressure, my blood pressure's fine. I checked my blood pressure the other day after uh, training with my training dummy. Um, he probably says the same thing about me. Training with my training dummy up in my room and my blood pressure was great. I mean, it was, you know, it was a little off, but I, I had worked pretty hard. It's a training dummy, 60 plus pounds, and I'm, you know, I'm throwing it around as I'm, I'm working on different maneuvers. So, uh, with that being the, with with me doing that, my blood pressure was still in check. So, but nothing seems to start my day off better than you know elevate my heart rate to you know 140 plus. I'm, I'm up in the 150s here for a while on this particular uh, training session. If I go to my whoop band here and um, I get into this you know this this stairmaster um, I can turn that I can turn my phone sideways and I can actually look at what you know where the exercise was and you know I was you know I was I was up there for for quite a duration of I almost got into 160 a couple times so I think that's that's really positive to be able to do on on a real tired day. Now, the strain level for this exercise was a was a six point nine. Okay, so when you have a resting heart rate that morning of what I say it was like ninety two or something like that, and your heart rate only goes up to you know like a buck a buck fifty a buck sixty you're not going to get a very high strain level. So if you're a heart transplant patient and you're relying on WHOOP to give you a, a credible strain level, forget it. It's not, it's not set up that way. So, um, you know, like, okay, so for instance, it says building aerobic fitness and strength. You spent 21 minutes at 70, 80% of your max heart rate. This is 10 more minutes than you typically spend in this heart rate zone during Stairmaster. So that's a pretty good improvement, okay? And what that also means is, is that even though I was tired, I'm slowly but surely I'm getting into, you know, I'm, I'm getting into some better shape. Now, I'm not finding as much that my legs are the ones that are trashed. And I think that that trainer road had a lot to do with that. What I am today, I was huffing and puffing. I was, I was breathing. Um, 
And it's nice too because the gym is still relatively empty, so I can huff and puff and breathe really hard while I'm <laughs> on the stairmaster, and there's nobody beside me. They've they've got a stairmaster, then a blank one, then a stairmaster, then a blank one. Same with the rowing machines; they're they're spread apart quite a bit too. Um, that works out, you know. That works out really good. It gives you a bit more of that warm and fuzzy feeling. But like I said, we don't have any registered cases in Grand Prairie, so. The odds of running into that one person at the gym are, are, you know, probably slim to nil. But when when you're able to get up in the morning, uh, and I'm just speaking as a heart transplant patient here, when you're able to get up in the morning after you know knowingly knowing that you're tired when you get up, and then you look at uh, this device which you've had on your wrist all night. You know, you look at it and it says, you know, you know, you're 40 percent recovered from the night before. Um, you know, your higher HRV and lower resting heart rate generally correlate with increased aerobic fitness level. So I went the opposite. So basically, I decreased that because I I had a good training session yesterday. And I'm 46 years old, and I've had a heart transplant, and I'm I'm fat, like I'm overweight, and that is only causing more, um, you know, just more restriction, right? And, and it's fine, I get it. I'm not all beat, bent out of shape about it. It, it is what it is. I, I I can accept the fact that you know I need to lose weight. And I can accept the fact that considering my body and, and what it's been through and everything else that, and the fact that I like ice cream so much, if I don't stop eating ice cream and, and treats, then I'm gonna have an issue. So it's okay. But um, because, because I'm having that, because I'm having that, uh, that issue with, um, you know, a little bit with my weight and stuff like that. Now, when I get when I start training in jiu-jitsu, jiu-jitsu exhausts me completely, and um, that's why I'm not gonna do I'm not gonna do any cardio on jiu-jitsu days. Like I'll go to the archery range. Um, I will do a you know back i'll be walking back and forth which is exercise you know i mean if you if you're a heart transplant patient and you are walking to the mailbox which is at the end of the sidewalk and back and today it takes you i don't know an hour who cares well probably by the end of the month it might take you half an hour well that means you have um that means what you have done is is if you've increased your, your, um, whoops, sorry, I completely forgot what I was going to say there. You've increased your endurance. You're, you're healthier than what you were, you know, two weeks or a month ago. And for a lot of people, that may not be an accomplishment, but for a heart transplant patient, that's an accomplishment. Okay. So if you can go from five steps to 10 steps, at the end of the week or at the end of the month or whatever the time frame is it doesn't matter that that's a huge accomplishment so don't let anybody take that accomplishment away from you you are amazing and you're awesome and keep it up 
uh, I saw a post of a fellow yesterday. I think he was two or three years in. And he had just walked alone for the first time on the treadmill. I, maybe, I'm just going to say it was a minute, but I, I, I don't remember exactly. Well, that's a massive accomplishment. And that took him two years. But I think what's important for us to remember as heart transplant patients is after having that vagus nerve cut, um, some of us have had multiple operations. I had four operations in, in under you know, two months. I lost a, a, a massive amount of weight in the hospital. I lost all the, the strength in my legs and, and all that sort of stuff. And I slowly worked myself back. My body reacted very, very well to the new heart. Okay they had to put me back to sleep. That's how quickly I was waking up after, after my heart transplant. They, let's say they completed it at, at midnight. Uh, at 2.30, I was trying to wake up. They had to put me back to sleep again, okay? So I've been very lucky. I've been very fortunate. I'm very, very blessed. I get it. But I still had square one to start at. I did not just walk back into the gym after my, having my chest split open four times, twice in one night, four heart attacks, uh, I didn't eat for two weeks because my stomach was full of blood. I didn't just walk back into the gym and all of a sudden become a um, some sort of a some sort of a, some sort of a, a marathon super athlete. I'm still not, but I'm I'm one step further ahead than I was the day that I left the hospital, and I'm one step further ahead than the day I woke up from my transplant. And that, you know, that that morning I woke up after the, my transplant, um, you know, that night they, I stood up and it was through a lot of coaxing of, of my, you know, my main coach, my main, my main team person. And that was Jean, my wife. And, um, that's when it all started, right? The next day I was standing up the next day we were walking, we were doing this, we were doing that. And, and off we went to the races, but not everybody's like that. Some people don't wake up for a while, but the, the fact, the reason I'm sharing all this information is it's possible. If you go on to my Journey to Heart Transplant page, my Journey to Heart Transplant, it's on Facebook. There's a whole bunch of posts in there with a whole bunch of different, um, a whole bunch of different types of exercises and all that sort of stuff that I'm doing. Um, and all of those exercises are contributing to the fact that, you know what, for the most part, I feel better. And for the most part, I'm, I mean, for a 46-year-old transplant patient who who's overweight, I'm doing pretty good. Okay. So it's, that's what all this information is for. That's what all these posts are for. That's why I'm sharing all this information is to anybody out there who's struggling or anybody out there who's having a hard time, you can contact me. I'm no expert, but you know what? I do, I've tried a lot of different things. I have tried everything, especially in the beginning, everything to start to get myself back up and going again. Uh, CBD oil, I still take CBD oil regularly. Um, I'm now using some of the creams too on my, my knees. I get really bad um, leg cramps on my on my inner thighs. My muscles, they just completely lock right up. And then I'm sore for a couple of days, bruised even. 
Uh, I rolled my ankle the other day. It turned purple. Um, I rolled my ankle because I was so tired because Monday morning I woke up with a massive migraine. And in fact, my migraine was so bad that I, I stubbed my toe on the door jam and I broke two of my toes and I sprained the other one. They were all purple. And that actually felt better than my headache. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, there's... We, there's always a struggle. There's always something that we're up against. There's, there's the headaches, there's the nausea, there's, you know, we're tired. Um, we can't go five minutes without taking a pee. Um, the diarrhea that you get sometimes because of the meds or because you didn't, you weren't able to drink enough water because, you know, heaven knows we try, but not every day. We don't, uh, we're not able to get into that water the way that we should every day, right? But if you're you're trying, and you know you can you can get certain things. There's a lot of stuff, you know, you can get for free. Apple, I know you, Apple watches aren't free, but you know maybe, um, maybe for your birthday you can get a Fitbit or or a or a Whoop band or a, I don't know whatever, and you can start to track yourself because what you're gonna see is that regardless of of and I have to tell myself this all the time, regardless of what I think, I'm actually making headway and, and I'm better than what I was. Um, you know, I mean, certain things scare the shit out of me. Like going to jitsu tomorrow scares the crap out of me. And I'll tell you, there's two reasons why. First off, I think I'm horrible at it. I'm going to be honest with you. You know, I, I practice, I watch the videos. I, I, I check out all the, all the memes, everything. You know, and, and, and there's a lot of good uh, jiu-jitsu memes, let me tell you. Um, but I, when it comes to actual practice of jiu-jitsu, uh, I suck. But I've talked to another guy that does it. Um, he's a black belt. Now, he doesn't suck. He's, he's very, very good. But he, he had some struggles along the way, too. And his training partners were always... Um, very sympathetic towards them. I just use that word. Like they were very um, compassionate towards, you know, that he's lighter and he's in really good shape. So he's, he's already a couple steps ahead of me. Um, and uh, um, everybody was, was very, very, you know, um, training compatible with him. So were all my training partners, but I had this met. I still have a mental block, to be quite honest. My professors told me a couple of times, you know, dude, you don't have to worry about that. People still want to roll with you, you know, and everything else. Maybe I'm the light roll guy, you know. I'm the guy that wants to just kind of learn what I'm doing and and take my time and and really kind of learn it and and get the 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 whole theory behind it down. And you know what? I'm not going to roll hard with you. Really, um, I'm, well, I'm not good enough, and I, I don't have the um, I don't have the heart rate. But by doing jujitsu, I am finding that um, I'm a little bit tiny, little bit more competitive because there's certain spots where um, my professor will say, "Okay, hold him there," you know, or whatever. And because I do have a bit of size, um, with using proper technique, a little bit of speed, and proper technique then I can use a little bit of that strength and a little bit of that weight to hold a position 
until I until I get an opportunity to move to the next position, which is going to take me a long time to learn. But hey, I'm a one stripe white belt. But a lot of the times, um, we are. Oh, I am. I am uh, very critical of myself when it when it comes to things like that, and I I think it's very healthy. And I don't know how to change that. Um, but I'm told that not to do it, but I have an issue with it because it's something that I truly believe in. I believe that, and I really believe after when I, you know, when I woke up in the hospital after that, being told that I had stage four congestive heart failure, I have no idea what that meant. Um, and them explaining, you know, how close I was to death and this, that, and everything else. There was a part of me that wanted to know why that had happened and what could I have done differently to prevent it? So, you know, there was, you know, they asked me about a hundred times, you know, was I not, was I a cocaine user? Well, I never used cocaine. I've never tried it. I've never done cocaine. So, so no. So I, I you know, that wasn't it. And then they asked me, um, you know, and that was about it. And then they said, well, it looks like it's viral. So, so there you go. And I had a bit of sarcoid in there, but I don't think the sarcoid really had anything to do with it. Um, but I wanted to know why and what I could have done differently. And, and I, I mean, when I go onto the jujitsu mat and I make a mistake out there, um, I, I am then accountable for what I'm doing. And, and that is one thing that I really, really like about um, jujitsu. I get very frustrated with it, though. And um, I get very upset because, you know, I, I, I can't, I, I'm not as good as the others. I try really hard. I'm not as good as the others. Um, I can't keep up with them and all that sort of stuff. But at least I'm out there doing it. And that's my, that's my next goal. My next goal is for tomorrow when I go in there to, um, you know, like Joy Diaz, you know, he says to, to Rogan, you know, ah, Rogan, I get two rolls in. You know, I practice my technique. I do two rolls, I leave. That's it. That's all I got in me. Two rolls, right? And uh, I mean, maybe I'm the same. You know, these do they do these long five minute rolls? Well, you, you know, I maybe I'm I'm good for one five minute roll for the next little while. And I keep up my training on the side. I stop eating like an idiot. I get a bunch of weight off. It's going to be a whole new different scenario. Um, and it'll be much easier to uh, basically perform and and be able to do what I'm doing. So, um, you know, I I just think it's really important for us with our transplants and and um, for us to be accountable to ourselves about our accomplishments. And and I think I think that's a um, I think that's that's a, a that statement has two separate meanings. So I think first off, we should be accountable to ourselves for taking that next step, okay? Or trying something different. Um, for instance, let's say that you're on an antidepressant, okay? I get it. I understand 100%. Um, I, have, I have black days too, okay? I have black weeks. You know, where, where it's, you know, I just feel like I'm completely in the dark and like I'm underground where it's, it's so 
dark and black that you can't see anything. If you turn your cap lamp off when you're underground, you, you can't see anything because there's no light whatsoever. There's no UV, there's, there's no artificial light, there's nothing, okay? So it's absolutely pitch black. And I, I have those days. How do I get through those days? I get through those days by exercising. I use CBD oil, not THC, CBD oil. And I struggle sometimes. You know, I, I struggle to be pleasant to people, um, you know, or, or whatever. But I, I'm in a job where I can isolate myself and, and relax with myself and listen to some music or, you know, listen to Steve Rinella's podcast or Remy Warren or, or um, you know, Jiu-Jitsu Dummies or something like that. You know, the things I'm really interested in, Joe Rogan, um, I mean, who isn't into Joe Rogan, I guess, but um, backcountry hunting. Uh, I even listen to, to Shapiro every once in a while. Well, I listen to Shapiro a lot. Some of his parts, you know, I, I, I can do without. But um, Jimmy Dore is another guy that makes, Jimmy Dore makes me laugh quite a bit. He does a lot of stupid stuff. And, and that enables me to kind of escape a little bit. The, you know, the CBD helps take a little bit of an edge off, but. I was talking with a person the other day and they were talking about their antidepressants and now they didn't think that they were working. Well, they may not be working. And they said, well, I can't take CBD because CBD is, um, I forget exactly how they phrase, but almost like CBD is a, is a chemical or, well, CBD is a natural product, but, and I'm not a doctor. I haven't done any research on it, but I've been using it for over a year and I find it very beneficial not only for the inflammation in my joints and stuff, but just for my general mood. But it's not a narcotic. Okay? So, you know, I mean, I'm going out on a ledge here, but it's not Big Pharma that's that's creating CBD. And if it was Big Pharma creating CBD, then they would probably be pushed a lot more, but it's not. So when I say to somebody, well, have you tried anything else if you still feel like crap when you're on the, the antidepressants? Those, those pills aren't the, in some cases, are not going to be the, the complete package of, of, of repair. So accountability-wise speaking, are you holding yourself accountable to say, okay, so I know that if, I, if I'm active, my body is going to re release endorphins, which is going to naturally help me feel better, Okay. Do I need to talk to somebody about the issues I'm having with my transplant? For instance, there are a few things that happened to me during my transplant and up to my transplant that sometimes will stop me in my step. And I'm six and a half years out because of like the one time I had to get the stitches dug out of my chest. And there was another time when I could feel them pulling the tubes out of my chest. You know, the, the tubes they use for, um, for draining the fluid or when they pull your defibrillator um, you know, wires out. Um, when they couldn't get a pick line in, you know, when I was having a heart attack, heart attacks, my defibrillator was going off, but we couldn't turn the defibrillator off because then I was going to die. But we also couldn't get the needle in. Those sorts of things. You know what? Yeah, they're 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 stressful, but I have found ways that enable me fishing, hunting, archery. Um, I don't play golf anymore, which is probably a good idea. <laughs> um, 
there's, you know, snowmobiling, quadding, spending time with my wife, all those sorts of things, my kids, all those sorts of things are all very, 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 very beneficial. But sometimes that stuff isn't enough and I get that and I understand that completely. So what accountability wise, what's our next step? What if we tried, what haven't we tried? Okay, so maybe we do need to try to get active, clean the blood out, you know, or clean the system out by getting fresh blood to it, fresh oxygenated blood, okay? You wake up with a really bad headache in the morning. I get it, I understand, I get them too. Sometimes the best thing for those headaches is to get the blood flow going, okay? In my, for me, so that's another thing. Okay, instead of me taking this heavy, um, you know, drug, maybe this will work. And it, it does work for me. I drink a lot of water. Sure, it's painful at the beginning, but um, you know, it, it goes away. And I feel way better afterwards too. I have more energy. So, you know, we may say, well, the doctor didn't give me a good enough drug or the doctor gave me the wrong prescription or, or you know, I did this or I did that or, or whatever. But we should try to take some of that responsibility ourselves and try some of our own ways to help us repair that or to help us feel better is what I'm, is what I'm getting out there. Okay, and another thing that I, I think too that helps a lot there is, is we have to learn how to ignore comments. And, you know, I, I've, I've gotten a lot of comments from a lot of different people and, and that, at the beginning it used to bother me quite a bit. Um, it doesn't, any, I try not to let it bother me anymore. I, I try to take a look at where the comment is coming from. Um, you know, I've, I've had different arguments with different people and all that sort of thing. And, and we really, a lot of, you know, a lot of the transplant patients will tell you, and I think a lot of people have been critically ill or been through some really, really bad, bad shit will tell you. Um, the whole, um, uh, their, their whole meaning or, or, or life value changes completely after that situation. So, so in order if, if we hold ourselves accountable to what we say, we, so we make a comment, we believe in that comment, or we, we have an action, or we say something, say, hey, listen, you know what? I, I, I don't appreciate that or whatever. And you know, the person doesn't have to agree. But, you know, it's, it's a free country. But the thing about that is, though, is you've made your comment, you've stood by your comment, you have a complete different look on life than likely that person does and um now at least you've made your your concerns heard chances are that person later on is going to rethink it and if they don't rethink it likely they're a dick so don't worry about it right and and that's as far as i would go with that you know i think that as as transplants i think we're very sensitive people i, I think that we um you know we're 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 always trying to help other other transplant patients. We're trying to help people because we've been helped so much by that donor, um, by somebody we've never met, and and we want to pass that on to other people. But not everybody thinks that way. So don't let that pull you into depression too. Oh well, that person said this to me. Well, they probably said it to you because they're angry, and they don't realize just how precious of a gift we have um, being here and, and and being alive, right? So so don't don't let that get to you, and. 
if you decide to go for a walk or you decide to go for a walk and listen to some music or a funny podcast or or you know you um you maybe you do art or you like bike riding or jogging or whatever and you go out and you do that chances are by the time you're done that comment's going to bother you 50 percent less let's say unless it was really ignorant but um you know and, and and then all of a sudden now you're you're in a way way better spot you know um and i think that the other thing that uh the other side of the accountability i think for us is to um our well-being and our our future is uh, is in some cases completely out of our control and no matter what we do or no matter what we try and do we are going to have some people are going to have issues and i think that we should be accountable to the fact that we understand you know that um you know that we have those issues and and that um we all all of us have our different issues some are very serious i like i said i'm very very lucky i have no complaints but I know other people that have very, very, very serious issues, and 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 there's there's one lady in particular who is a who's an amazing example of perseverance, strength, and uh, she's a phenomenal woman, and she's been fighting an uphill battle ever since she she got her transplant. Then she needed another transplant, and she's still in a massive battle, but she's still a pretty positive person considering all the shit she's been through. She's a great person to talk to, but she's a leader, you know, and she's accountable to the things that are going on. She tries to get those steps in. She tries to to get up and get moving around. And, and you know, I don't know how she does it, but she does. And I think that that's that's an excellent example. You know, when I get up in the morning, like this morning, you know, oh, I'm a little tired. Oh, I was I was I'm really, really tired and stuff like that. Half the reason I like to got on that treadmill was be, or that stairmaster was because of that lady that I know, because um, you know if, if she can do it I can do it, and and now I you know I went for thirty minutes. There's there's I'm following transplant people out there that are running ten plus miles or doing marathons. I don't hold a candlestick to those people. You know what I mean? And and we're all we're all in this thing together, and you know we we. We stick together. We ask each other questions, and 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 we really, um, I think we're we're really, we can really really be successful by leaning on each other. Um, and and I I really really believe in that. So, anyway, I'm gonna draw this to the close. I've got about thirty texts for work, of course. That uh, looks like there's some. We had a few power surges in the area lately, and and uh, it's caused a lot of problems. So I'll have to see what's going on here, but. Um, listen, for those of you that are listening, I, I really appreciate you, you know, listening in. Hopefully you can share the, the podcast with somebody else, but, um, you know, uh, just try. That's all you can do. And, and when you try something and, and you do well and, and you do it for a week or you do it for two weeks or whatever, and you start to get better, be accountable for, for understanding the fact you're doing better and, and that you're, you know, Every step you take is one more step that you that you took, and it's one more step towards feeling a little better. It's one more step being, hopefully, towards being more healthy, and uh, and and feeling better about yourself. And and 
if you get up this afternoon and you take four steps, you can only take three steps yesterday, then you know what? I'm proud of you. If you take one step, you know, if, if you get up on your on your walker or, or you, you go, you know, you do your wheelchair across the, the hallway or, or, you know, maybe you, maybe you call somebody you haven't talked to in a long time just to, you know, just to, just to say hi, just so you feel a little better or whatever, or, or you do that painting or whatever. I'm, I'm proud of you and, and keep it up. You know, I, I know I'm, you know, for the most part, um, you know, I, I mean, I'm, I'm a nobody in this world. But there's a whole bunch of us nobodies that all believe in you. And uh, we, we all know you can do it and feel better. And I hope that, you know, what I'm sharing with the exercise and stuff like that helps as well. So take care, everybody, and, and uh, have a great day. And uh, hopefully next week I'll get my podcast in on time. Okay. Thank you.